This is Bolt Crew RPG with The Dare. Welcome everyone to The Dare, a classic Call of Cthulhu scenario or Call of Cthulhu scenario featuring myself, Craig, as the Keeper of Arcane Lore. And with us today, we have Joaquin and Bill. Say hello, guys. Hello, guys. Hello. So, um, we're playing uh, a classic uh, Call of Cthulhu scenario, and it's going to take place uh, Halloween night, Friday the 31st of October, 1986, on a little island town of Deerston, Maine. So, uh, you and your friend group, you just finished trick-or-treating and are now standing in front of the abandoned Wainwright house. Um, let's find out who you are. So if you would just tell me your name, age, and what others know about you. I guess I'll go first. I'll leap on that grenade. I am playing Darren Pickett, the athlete. He is currently 11 years old. On the plays a pretty pretty good baseball play, pretty good at the base, local baseball team. You know, eleven U, if that is a thing in this 80s, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, he is out here because. I'm the best player in the league, and they, someone had then gall to dare me to go into the old Wainwright house. And being the best player, you gotta have put on a, a performance. And but you gotta make sure no one ever thinks little of you, or else they put you on the bench. Dar- Darren does not go on the bench ever, except when it's not up for that. But that's something beside the point. All right, and I'm Charlie Bruckman, age eleven. Charlie's had a bit of a rough life. He's lost his mom. He's lost his sister. He's lost the ability to wear clothes that aren't black. But he has gained in return the ability to listen to lots and lots and lots of music that's completely inappropriate for his age. And he carries around a Walkman, so he can do it constantly. He he heard this song about painting it black, and now there's an album that's black, and everything's good. So, um, again, this is... Halloween night, you've been trick-or-treating. What are you guys dressed as? Charlie's got the classic 1980s skeleton costume going, which is like a t-shirt with bones on it, and then a, a plasticky skull mask, and he's carrying around the most fake plastic scythe ever, that if it was later, somebody would have probably tried to paint it neon just to make it look extra fake, but this is the 80s, so it looks like horrible gray plastic, and he's got fake dried blood, I mean ketchup, all over the thing to get the mood going. And he's got a pillowcase full of candy, of course. Darren, he got a little bit more of it. He saw a scary movie a few a few days ago, and, and he was like, he, and for the 11-year-old, he was like, oh my god, this is horrible, I gotta do this costume. So what he did is he, he like has like one fake really long arm. It's like he 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 uses like he grabbed like his baseball bat to help get the arms from like length. So but one arm his hands like really like you know twice the long length of the regular arm. It's got like fake you know claws on the end of it, and it's got like a you know similar like you know, fake blood on the tips of the claws. He sort of like drags it around, and whenever like he wants to scare someone, he just goes swings it around. It was like ooh dangles in front of him. What's the arm made out of? Uh, like I said, he generally like he like he brought his baseball bat with him, so he like he's like he he got like a 
like a he held had like a sister help him sew like a like an extra long sleeve under a thing and they hold the baseball bat out so it's like acts as the bone of it to help like get extra length. But it's like basically covered in like an old shirt cloth or something. Yeah, exactly. All right. Maybe a maybe a bit of like tape to help it like stick to the baseball bat. So just like a normal person then, but with like a monstrous arm. Well, yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it was a cheap movie, so the only the big thing was the killer always had the dangling arm thing. He wasn't very creative. It was enough to scare Darren, but he will never tell anyone else that. Uh, so do you you have like a ship, shitty rubber or plastic mask on as well? Yeah, or? exactly. Yeah. Okay. Like one of those that you could just basically pull up over your hair just to let some oxygen every once in a while. Exactly. Awesome. So we got uh, we got two classic costumes and. Besides your pillowcase full of candy, or maybe you have one of those like um like blow mold uh orange buckets or whatever. Um what else what do you guys have with you? And uh feel free to add one extra item to your gear gear list. Uh well for Darren, he's his mom made sure to make him take a little like a little uh like a little rucksack with like a thing of soup in it, just because you'll be out all night. You'll be one running around doing everything. You gotta make sure you and you skip dinner, so you gotta make sure at least to bring the soup with you. And also, uh, what else does he have? I'll say, yeah, he had a couple of baseballs in there, like a little, uh, not not a tube, but that's that's like there's like a small pile of uh, baseballs that he thought about, like going around hitting hitting the baseballs into windows, but he. Chickened out at the last minute. Maybe you, put them, maybe you put them in like an old tube sock or something so yeah, they don't exactly. roll around. And then, and then he felt maybe that's maybe that's why he like felt he had to make up for it. Since I didn't do that, I have to do the day or to go to the housing. I'd have to do one thing to prove I'm brave tonight. And what about Charlie? I mean, Charlie's got that flimsy plastic tape fake site. He's got the candy, but he's also got a big old mag light. His dad was like, you're going to need a light out there. And he's like, I'm going to need a light. Maybe I'll wander around the cemetery and scare people. And yeah. So he has a big old mag light. One of the ones that works on D-cell batteries. And it's the size of his arm. And he's just like, I can see everything. And he hides it under his candy because he doesn't want people to think he's scared. So um, I, I mentioned that uh, while you're at school, you guys go to the same middle school. Um, uh, probably like. Deerston Middle School or whatever stand in it is, but uh um one of uh one of your classmates, uh Roger Clemens, he has a you know, he's one of the stereotypical uh 80s movies um middle school bullies with the uh like uh cookie cutter um older brother who's like a 17-year-old uh, degenerate. Um but basically Roger is the terror of the sixth grade. He's He's bullied you. He doesn't seem to really have any friends, but um, maybe that's because he's, everyone's afraid of him. Um, he has dared you in front of the whole school to spend the whole night in the house. So, not wanting to look chicken, you you foolishly agreed. How's that sitting with you guys? I mean, I was going to scare people in the graveyard, so maybe I'll be able to scare anyone who walks near the house. I'll like hide under the windows and when they get nearby, I'll pop up and have a flashlight pointed at my face and roar. It'll be classic. So Charlie's seeing this as an opportunity. Darren, he, I think it's for him, it's more of an obligation just because he like, you know, he, 
like he's heard stories about the place, but it's just but generally it's just a spooky place, and it's like, okay, well, I, I gotta do this. Gotta I gotta show the you know, the whole school that you know I I can do stuff. Kind of wish they didn't. I'm actually assume I would do it, but I no, since they did it anyway, I have to do it now. Because if I don't, then I have then everyone thinks I'm a chicken, and then then things just get bad, and it's just all big, complicated mess in his head. He's, yeah, he doesn't want to be there, but he's doing it because he because of the obligation. He has a duty. So you mentioned you've heard some scary stories and strange things about the Wainwright House. Like, what sort of um, what sort of rumors are like? What's the most out there thing you've heard about it? And a follow up: What's what do you think is the likely um, cause? Well, I mean, everyone heard the rumor that the whole family died of the Black Death, but that's probably just a rumor. And it there's like no chance that old Miss Wainwright actually killed her husband with rat poison, because I mean, really, we would have heard about that being true somewhere. No, no, no. It's probably something a lot simpler. Spanish flu. And how long ago was this? It's not that old, old of a house. It's, I mean, it's probably built in the 50s or so. Uh, it was probably like 15 years ago. You know, just before we were born a couple years. So anything could have happened there. People did crazy stuff in the old days. Maybe they all turned to hippies and moved to like Belgium or something. You want me to add a rumor to that? Or oh, absolutely. It's, it's the question for both of you. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. You, 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 I don't know what rumors you heard. No, I, I heard the true story. So, I, the, well, the craziest one I heard about was that, uh, it was old Mrs. Rainwright. It was apparently like she didn't approve of her mother, of her son getting married to somebody. I don't know who, I don't know why she was mad about it. They didn't tell us, but so she gets mad at her son about this. And then she decides, oh, I know, I'll have a pot of revenge. And then she, then I don't think that she took her, her son's firstborn and then she, then she buried it in the house, in the basement of the house, and then like like a, like for like weeks afterwards, people just heard baby crawling around and crying. And then they say that like old Mrs. Wainwright had to be carted off to the insane asylum after the fact. But then people just then then the the son just felt was too much overcome with grief, and he had a heart attack and died. That's why it's empty and abandoned. Wait, so we need shovels to dig up the basement? Uh, no, no. D- be bones it'd be dust by now it's it was like i don't know 30 years ago that's what that's what caveman times yeah but i've seen these pictures of bodies from egypt you know mummies and they've been there for thousands really yeah and i bet if we actually did find something in the basement and then we proved it we'd be heroes to who i don't know like grown-ups in the police and stuff people who care about them because they knew about them back in the day oh that makes sense so um other than going to school together how do you guys know each other hmm. would charlie have ever made an attempt to play little league he probably tried it like back in first grade before his sister died and then you know suddenly charlie got knocked on a curtain because he had a lot less family members all right Either that or, like, your family could have decided to do something to help out Charlie's dad after his mom passed as well. Yeah, I think Because probably, communities do that. Yeah, I think we were like, you know, it was like a family, like, you know, the families got together at first, and then 
you're just over years of just knowing each other. We're just like, okay, yeah, you're kind of cool. I can talk to you and hang out and stuff. So are you guys, um, would you consider yourself friends at school? Uh, maybe kind of friends because, I mean, Charlie would not make Darren look as cool because Charlie's that weird. But probably like friendly acquaintances. Like, yeah, we hung out more when we were younger and we I was less weird and you were on less teens. Yeah, so, maybe like like, like you know, it's like you know, outside of school we do like reg- we do like meet each other regularly like family stuff, but it's like at school it's bit of a bit of a distance, bit of a bit of a wall there. Yeah, so the fact that you guys are together for this dare is probably because Roger Dale, both of you, and some other kids who where where are those guys um, at school and not out of like any personal friendship or loyalty outside of it. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. So, um, what do you know about Roger, other than the whole he's a he's a bully and he has the older brother Ace and he's kind of mean to you guys. I heard he lives on a houseboat, and that like you know he, his dad takes him out and makes him like makes the whole family go out help with catch fish and stuff. I heard that's how we got the scar on his arm. It's like it's one of those big like swordfish things. It's got him in the arm. I think it's. I don't know if I believe that, but. You know, I have seen, I have seen, they, they bring in, they did bring in one of those things once, so it's possible. Raccoons? Raccoons, yeah. I mean, when I was younger, I thought it was possums, and I realized we don't really have a lot of possums up here. So what could they be hunting? And then I realized, we don't have a lot of raccoons anymore either. Potential. And those things are feisty. Really? Oh, yeah. That could have given him all the scars. Well, yeah, I suppose they do have those little hand things. They do kind of look scrappy. So just dis- so despite um like seeming kind of poor, like Roger doesn't look skinny. He looks well fed, either from swordfish or raccoon or something. And um so I'm just curious, uh what sort of excuses did your did you give guys give your parents as parents for being out all night? I mean I mean it is Friday night, so you get a little bit of leeway and it is Halloween, but you know you're generally good kids. I mean, my dad's working late, so I'm heading over to Darren's house for the night. And Darren told his parents that, uh, that well, you know, if just like you know, be like a mini team get together thing. It'd be like you know, we hang out, we get you know, trick or treat, we get candy, then we hang out at like a, the baseball field for a bit in the dark, tell tell scary stories, you know, run you know, run around on the pitch, pretending we're ghosts and stuff. Okay, fine, but no eggs and no tip teepee, young man. Thinks about a tube sock full of baseballs in his background. Uh, sure, okay, yeah, promise. Uh, I won't do anything bad. So, like, what are your parents' plans then for the evening? Um, like, Charlie, your parents are working, but, um, like, like, are they just planning to chill out or hand out candy? I mean, my dad, huge does a lot of second shift these days he frequently ends up working a lot, huge amount of overtime things are a little rougher being a single parent for him so he you know works overtime and that's how he can afford to hire someone to be around once in a while but whenever i go and visit someone he doesn't have to hire a sitter so yay for him so uh huh. i think one of them would go be going to like a, a neighborhood party for like all the parents with the of the block. And I think the other one of them would be like, you know, really get into like the staying home, making sure, you know, making sure the uh, house is guarded from the egg, from the egg and TP throwers. Don't know which one though. 
Well, it sounded kind of like your mom was the one who was worried about you doing that stuff. So she's probably the one at home who is standing around like with a bowl of candy and with a broom to chase off kids with a broom. Yes. And that is an FLCS. There might even be like tiny frosts, occasional that's snow good. in this time of year. As a guy who lives in the Southwest, that's cold. As a person who vacations in Maine every now and then, there are days that I've been up there in the year of Kirsten, actually, in August and seen the snowdrifts hiding in the shade of certain buildings at one of the nearby colleges. So the two of you are after your trick-or-treating and your various get-togethers or not, finally decide to show up in front of the Wainwright house. And you're, you're looking around and you see only the two of you, despite there being like, you know, a half dozen other kids who are dared as well. Perhaps you're the only brave ones. And like, kind of arrive around the same time. Um, and, you know, you're still, um, you're still like, you know, a, a few um, dozen meters away from the house um, when you um, run into each other, but uh, you kind of like um, uh, like intercept each other, and like in the distance, you just kind of see like Roger just like hanging on the um, front porch, and it seems like he's like you know using a small pocket knife to clean something out from under his fingernails, and he's I'm gonna say scenes on you guys. Oh, hey Charlie, hey Darren. You go to the Jefferson place. They were handing out full size. Oh no! I, 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 I plotted around to go to here, here, and here. Oh, full size this year. Oh, damn. no! They, normally they give out the little. Like, normally they give out apples. Uh, I guess they finally finally figured out what kids want this year. Oh, dang it! Yeah, I got like two full size ones. Can I have and, one? Yeah, you can have one. Thank you. Okay, okay I'll trade you. Uh, you know, take this and this sucker. Uh, how about that one there? Fine, so yeah. Sucker. Yeah. All right. Look, Roger's here. There. Yeah, probably making sure that you to ensure we stay inside the, for the whole night. Does it really mean the whole night? Like, you know, till, till dawn thing? Because I, I don't know. I might get in trouble for that. Just I told them they'd be like a hang out with the, with the baseball guys. And we wouldn't do that late. Well, I said mm-hmm. I was at your house, so I'm fine. I should have said, should have said someone else. Ah, dang it. Uh, well, well, here, we'll be here. You ready to go in? Yeah, let's do it. So as you approach, um, um, Roger kind of straightens up um, and it's like, oh, hey, losers. Look who finally decided to show. Thought you guys would be too scared to actually come here. That chance, Roger. We're not chicken. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. Looks like all your other friends are chicken. Looks, looks around. Well, you didn't really. Well, yeah, maybe the chicken. You also, you didn't really tell us what time to be here. You just had to say, just told us to be here all whole night. So, kind of open ended, honestly. Dude, I mean, you dared everyone. You dared everyone who's under thirteen. Of course, not everyone's gonna listen. Yeah, that's because they're too much big of pussies. You know, you don't want to be a pussy. Well, I'm not, so I won't. Well, good. Good. Fine. So you gotta, so you let us walk inside or what so what's with you? So you gotta stand here all night? Oh, didn't know you're so eager to get inside. <laughs> and um he kind of reaches into his pack back pocket and he pulls out it looks like 
like an old fashioned key and like he's he's kind of like twirling it around his finger and he, he drops it and he picks it up again and tries to like act like he meant to do that. Then he kind of like jams it in the lock and like like opens up the door. And you can like kind of see like the house is um you know two stories plus you assume that there's um some sort of basement but it it looks like it's seen way better days. Um the paint is peeling off in various um portions. Um all the windows um uh see um seem intact despite like the rest of the house's appearance. But uh you got like you know like long lawn like pieces of the the picket fence out front are kind of caved in and like the the mailbox has long been long since been smashed but um yeah um you, as Roger opens up the door you're kind of surprised to see like um like a warm glowing light from the inside of it do you put candles in there Roger or did the boat get leaky have you been living here it, hey man if if you guys would have showed up on time then there'd be you, uh, and he kind of struggles to explain what was going on, but uh, um, peering inside, you can see it, it looks like uh, Roger has like you know had kind of arrived early and like strategically set um, like a bunch of like wax candles around everywhere. Um, it looks like he might have spent some time doing this um, and probably lit them hours ago, as most of them are already starting to like melt down and spill wax all over the floorboards and like. As you're kind of looking around um, the the front section, like there's like an acidic smell that's kind of uh, permeating the atmosphere, but you know, Roger doesn't really seem bothered by it. Where'd you get all the candles? Uh, yeah, where'd you get all the candles? I stole them. Where do you think I got them? Oh, I guess you could just go and buy them from the store. They're, they're, they're like they were selling them for like five for a dollar. Yeah, as if I'm not going to spend a twenty cents each. Well, but, well, I guess whatever. Yeah, because you wouldn't, you jerk. Yeah, well, we doing this or not, guys? All yeah. right. Well, let's do this. So, how many ghosts you seen already? Man, I I come here all the time, and you know, I've never seen a ghost, but I thought I thought I heard something this one time. You know, my my brother and I come here, and we like you know, break shit and, like, you know, like, start fires or whatever. Pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, but this is like Halloween. I mean, if you haven't seen a ghost yet, this is the ghost night, man. This is the ghost night. Yeah, well, well, we'll see. And, you know, I, I'm just sure you guys are going to, like, wet your pants and try to beg to leave screaming or whatever. Because you think you saw a ghost, chickens. And with that, like you know, Darren sort of like push past and walk into the do- walk into the, the doorway, but like no ghost yet. And Charlie's gonna walk in too, look and say, "Ghosts aren't so bad. I've seen dead people." They just yeah. give, Darren will just give him a look. Guy's gotta make it weird already. Jeez. And Roger kind of like falls in behind you and like closes the door and like sticks the key on the um, inside portion and locks it and, and puts the key in his pocket and says. Just to make sure you guys don't renege on the deal. Did did you mean to lock yourself inside the place too? Well, yeah, I'm not afraid. Well, neither am I. Well, good. Good. Yeah, let's find a mirror. Yeah. So, um, like you you enter into the um front of the house, and you know it's a 
it's a pretty decent size uh, single family home. Um, you immediately see um, there's two uh, large rooms um, on either side of you um, from the entry hall. And in front of you, you see a long hallway, which has like a switchback staircase on it. Um, and two other large rooms on the um, other side of the staircase further on. You, you assume that there's more stuff upstairs, but uh, you you just haven't gotten that far yet. So, like, you're, you're kind of getting the idea that there's no actual, like, working electricity. Um, but, uh, you know, like, every time you step on one of the floorboards, like, you know, every house kind of creaks. But, like, this house seems to almost, like, moan and shriek whenever you, like, um, step on the wrong plank. And, like, besides the wind rustling, that's, like, the only sounds you're hearing outside. Carly gets kind of a wicked grin on his face. You know, the house is singing to us. This is wicked. What the hell kind of singing do you listen to? Well, I got the latest Metallica one right here, and he holds up his Walkman. My mom says I make myself deaf losing those things. Oh, I can hear you. Hmm. Looks around. He does not like how the how much noise the place makes, but he's not going to let anyone else know that. He'll like, so, like, what are the rooms near around us? Uh, so, um, you know, looking around, you see that there's, um, like, immediately in front of the um, entry hall, there's, a like, some sort of parlor area um, to your left, and it appears to be some sort of, like, dining room from on your right. Um, there's not a whole lot in the hall itself, but um, you, you kind of imagine that... Uh, like bedrooms would be up on the top floor and probably there's going to be a kitchen or something else on this floor. Just you've seen this sort of lay- layout, um, like duplicated many times in your own neighborhoods. Um, but yeah, it seems like despite like all the like dust, dirt and like broken furniture, rat droppings everywhere, it seems like a pretty typical house for the area. All right. Uh, is the table and chairs still in the dining room? Well, it looks like um, there is a um, uh, like uh, like a table, but uh, it's kind of like lying on its side, and a couple of the chairs are broken. But um, it looks like you know you can you can probably make it work. It's there's nothing um, like very remarkable about it. Um, it it kind of looks like um, something been chewing on some of the fabricy sections on some of the chairs um and there's like a kind of battered china cabinet with you know all the glass in it broken and all the plates in it have long since been smashed all right uh charlie's gonna try and pick the table up and then like wave darren over to get it up with him and see if they can like have a table oh yeah so darren will help him like he'll put right the table up and just be like all right we got a table what yep. do you want to do with it uh, let's get four chairs. We each get one, and we give one to the ghosts. And then we each have some candy. We put out some candy for the ghosts in the last chair, and we're gonna see if we get ghosts. I don't know if we can. Like, I don't know if there are enough chairs that you can really use. I mean, that one's that one, that one only has three legs. Yeah, fine. I'll stand. We got to give the ghosts a chair though, or they won't show up. All right. Uh, chair, chair. I think this one. Come on, Roger. You know you want to see some ghosts. Can you make me a notice some stuff roll? 
which I love the names of these skills. Actually, both of you can make it. Right. Ooh, 27 on a 60. Let me just pull up a thing. Okay. Uh, 50 out of... What was my note? Uh, 10, 40. Dang, I missed. You failed. So, Darren, you're a little distracted um, at the task at hand, but... um. Charlie, as you're you as you address Roger, you kind of like catching catch him. Um, like it looks like he's pulling like it seems to be like a long knife out of a uh, drawer, and you kind of like he's kind of just like holding like a large carving knife, and like like you, the two of you meet eyes. Dude, the candy is not that well wrapped. We don't need a knife. Ooh, we need it for the ghost, dude. Like, what if, like, a brutal ghost comes and we need to, like, stab it? And that, and that when he hears the word stab, Darren will turn around and be like, what, what the hell is that for? You know, like, ghosts, like, you, sometimes if the ghosts arrive in their physical forms, you need to get all the way through their bones. And, like, when he says that, um, he kind of looks at uh, Charlie and, like, kind of, like, indicates your costume. And he's like, Ugh! like, pantomiming, stabbing Charlie with a knife. Charlie's gonna play along with it in Panama and be like, oh, my organs. Oh, no. Wait, I, th- I thought you had to stab vampires and ghosts are, you know, you, you go through them. That's why they're ghosts. Isn't that how it works? Yeah, whatever, dude. You don't know what's going on with this. Well, well, I suppose, yeah, you can stab. It looks, it looks down that there's red and, red and green striped shirt. Well, I guess ghosts can be physical, I guess. That guy was a ghost in the movie. Yeah, whatever, dude. And like, he kind of like puts a knife through like his belt um and his waistbands, and like, like finally now like inside with all the candles all around, you're getting a good look at Roger's costume, and he kind of looks like um he's wearing like his typical clothes, but it's like he put on like some makeup to make it look like he has like extra scars on his face, almost like like he's um like sort of some sort of like, like attack victim or whatever. And um can you guys make me be a pal rolls? God I love these skill names. I... 96. I'm in trouble. I fail. Oh I got a six out of uh six. So um Charlie, you're pretty sure that um that uh Roger's just gonna at some point wanting to jump out and scare you with that same knife and you're he's hoping that you guys forget about it. Um Darren, with your um impale, you have this this feeling that like Roger just seems so chuffed with himself, almost as if he found like the perfect um thing to compliment the rest of his costume. Huh. That's interesting. So uh, so yeah so yeah when he so Roger, what is something you're supposed to be anyway? I mean, you, you just look like you. Dude, I'm a homicidal maniac. Oh. I heard they look just like everyone else. Did that movie come out yet? No, but it was too good of a line not yeah, to use. I was thinking about it too. What what, what line? What uh, it's from it's from the Adams family uh, movie. Yeah, but that one came out in the early nineties. Yeah. <laughs> Roger, who will soon be a, a film uh, writer, <laughs> files that away for later. <laughs> so uh, the three of you, like, um, you know, get the table um, set up and um, like Roger, like plunks down in one of those um, chairs and like he's kind of look, looking around and like there's like a, 
a small like drip 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 of water um from the ceiling above just like landing on the table and he doesn't seem plus by it or at all but uh he's like uh looking around at you guys like as if waiting for you guys to do something i mean charlie's gonna pull out a couple pieces of candy toss a couple at the empty spot and say that that's for old man wainwright and then like open up a chocolate bar and then look at the ceiling and look down the table and he's like I didn't think it was raining today or gonna rain today. What's with yeah. that? Yeah, I thought like you know, I thought like you know, they turn off the water places, you know, so that you know stuff doesn't flood and stuff. And just as you say that, there's a crash of thunder and you hear rain going. Can I get sanity rolls? Oh no. Sixty-eight, which is actually a pass on my sanity of seventy-five. Ninety-two out of sixty-five. Roger passes. Um, Charlie, like you're you're startled, but you manage to you know kind of. Sorry, Charlie, you're startled, but you kind of manage to keep your cool under it. Darren, this must have been like just like the perfect timing because that scared the crap out of you. You can lose one sanity, and Uh, like, um, you know, Roger starts laughing. Dude, he totally could have peed his pants there. And kind of elbows you, Charlie, and then grabs one of the candies on the table that was left for Old Man Wainwright and starts eating it. Dude, it's not funny. Jeez. Oh, come on. I was about to say something about the ghosts crying, and that's why we had water. But that was way more impressive. Besides, I thought the the weatherman said it was supposed to be, you know, dry all night. That's why there's no, no candy and stuff. My dad says the weatherman's a drunk. Huh. I. Don't know how to respond to that. Everyone's dad here is a drunk. We're on an island, like in Maine. What else do we have to do? My dad doesn't, my dad doesn't drink. I mean, I, think, I don't know if I've seen him like drink more than one beer uh, like in a month. Yeah, right. He probably just waits for you to go to bed and get loose so you can just drink all the sorrows away from having a stupid kid like you. Watch it. Yeah, yeah. whatever. And he kind of well, wasn't cool. He folds on, his arms. It's us versus the ghost. Us versus the ghosts. Yeah, whatever. I'm bored. Let's do something. Want to pick up some candles and see what's going on upstairs? The water's got to come from somewhere. Maybe there's like a flooding in the room up high. All right. I'll, I'll go with you. All right. Let's go grab some candles. Let's check out upstairs. So, um, you're kind way, of... as we As we do this, Darren will keep, make sure to keep one eye on Roger just so he doesn't like. Get, doesn't lose sight of him completely, at least until they go upstairs. Charlie is still expecting Roger to try and jump out at them, so if Roger doesn't go ahead, like practically in front to show off how brave he is, Charlie's going to be a little, you know, suspicious. Yeah. Um, Roger's like, Psh, whatever, man, and he kind of like finishes the candy bar and like chucks a wrapper on the floor and just kind of like waits for you guys to go up the stairs. All right. Upstairs it is, holding drippy, drippy candles. Well, you know, what you got to do is like you got to like t- tip it over, let, let, let the wax go out, then you hold it up so that way you don't burn yourself on the wax. Yeah, and, and you're kind of noticing that like like every like few meters or so, there, there there's more candles, and some of them are going upstairs, almost like like Roger's already been up here. You know, how did he must have swept a lot of candles? My God. Yeah, there's yeah quite, quite a few of them. I told you, he's probably, like, secretly living here. Nah, can't be. I mean, look at how much dust. If it, if it, if he lived here, there'd be way less dust just from walking around the place. 
Dude, I don't live or here. Or more trash. Oh, shut up. We're not talking to you. I don't live here. I just sit my brother and I come here sometimes, you know. Is your brother up there now? Is he, like, going to scare us the moment we get upstairs? As, as if Ace has much more important things to do than scare you losers. Besides, you won't last the night anyways. We'll see about that. Besides, he was upstairs. He's probably, like, up there, like, hiding in the closet with his girlfriend or something, and he's going to forget we're even here. But if the other one's here, why would they need to be in the closet? And I... As you guys are climbing up the stairs, can I get a roll from you? Either let's go, um, let's go notice stuff. All right. 16 out of 40. 43 out of 60. Well, the, uh, the two of you like are walking up and somehow managed to not step in like all the rat droppings, but, um, like you're, you're now aware of, um, like, the possible infestation and therefore aren't alarmed when like a pair of rats come scurrying down the stairs and like make their way past you. Um, Roger doesn't seem to um, notice them and actually steps on one of them and it kind of uh, like squishes underneath his feet. He's like, Oh, sick man. And then like he kicks a carcass down the stairs. Ew. Yeah. So, even Charlie kind of like wrinkles his nose at that one. That ain't cool. Man, it just freaking came out of nowhere, man. This whole house is full of rat poop. There's probably more rats in here than there is house. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool if we like brought a cat in here just to see how many many rats it takes down. Man, there's probably a cat in here somewhere. That's not a very good cat if all the rats are still here. Or maybe it's a monster cat. (laughs) Doesn't want rats. Just wants kids. I'll get you first, then. Dude, I'm older than you. Yeah, it means it means you're uh, more meat. As if, and you guys are having this argument as you're making way your way up the stairs. Um, so there's a few different options uh, for where you can go. Um, as you go up the stairs, you see um, it looks like um, some sort of like a like closet straight ahead of you. There's a bedroom to your right with the door kind of cracked open, and a, a large bedroom to the left. Um, where it would be above the uh, dining room where you just were. Um, uh, there appeared to be, if, if you round over the stairs and continue down the hallway, uh, three other bedrooms as well. Charlie was going to head towards that bedroom, but then you said closet, so he's going to quick grab the closet door, yank it open and say, found you, Ace. And there's, of course, not going to be Ace in there. Uh, what is going to be in there instead? Like old sheets or um, just like rotting wood or something? So you, <laughs> so you open it up, and it appears to be like an old sewing closet, and there's like um, you know needles, thread, yarn, uh, and like one of those dressmakers forms, and like the clothes on it are like, it appears to be like some young woman's um, dress, but like the colors have since like faded, and like the materials like really worn as you brush up against it. Um, find a pair of like uh, scissors. Um, but, uh, could I get, uh, hmm, let's go with, yeah, let's go with notice stuff again. I mean, I hate to keep you, um, using it, but it kind of makes the most sense here. 38 out of 60? 52 out of 40. I don't notice anything. Um, well, Darren, it kind of, um, 
kind of makes sense that uh, you didn't notice it because, like, Charlie's kind of, like, in the way. But obviously, Charlie, like, Ace isn't there. He's not hiding uh, behind anything. But uh, you notice that um, behind the um, uh, behind some of the uh, closet stuff, uh, there's, like, another closet with, like, a stairwell going down back downstairs. Um, kind of like a like a back servant's passage or like one of those like secondary staircases that go down to the kitchen. Um, but you also notice that there's like a box of they look to be like small little puppets or, or like hell. dolls or, or dolls or something. Okay, that's kind of weird. Charlie's gonna palm the scissors so he can surprise Roger when Roger plans on surprising him later. And just be like, ha, I knew it was coming. And then he's going to like pick up the bo- doll box, turn it around and say, Roger, I found your toys. <laughs> and you look inside and you see like a bunch of small, like little dolls and they're kind of wearing different outfits. Can I get spooky stuff rolls from you guys? Oh, I, <laughs> I am not going to get this. I can tell you that right now. I am 77 on 80. Well, Charlie, uh, you you notice something you you notice something kind of weird about them. Like they're they're dolls, and they have like little X's where um, they should have eyes, and like they have like little tongues sticking out. Like, ah. but they also oh. appear to be wearing the same outfits that you guys are. Oh, dang! I, I got a I got a two out of five. How how did I do that? Wait 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 a second. This one really looks like me. And he's gonna kind of put it in his pocket and grab the next one and say, like, and Darren, this one totally has the same costume as you and hand it over. Oh. And then he's gonna grab the the third one and say, like, Whoa, Roger, did you pose? Were you like a model for this thing? It doesn't look a thing like me, man. You're right. Dude, this one looks so smart. Dude, uh, but uh, Hey, you shut up. How did how did well, that's spooky. How, how how did they do that? Well, I, guess, they, I guess I the bet kill- it's the ghosts. I mean, why else? You know, this is why I gave them candy. You're right. Ask me the ghosts. <laughs> As you notice, like there's chocolate on Roger's face when eating the candy. Hey, ghosts! Can you next time? Can you uh, um, give us a box of Playboys? You like, yeah. look, look around for a like, box of Playboys to appear. Yeah, how do you guys feel about this? Actually, Darren is spooked. He's definitely like, "Oh, this is doing you know, this. The ghosts are messing with us now." Charlie, Charlie's excited because he likes spooky stuff. He wanted spooky stuff. Spooky stuff is here. He's still not completely putting it past Roger not to have set some of this up as some kind of elaborate prank, but he doesn't understand how Roger pulled off the costumes. So maybe it really is spooky ghost stuff. Uh, yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, Darren is fully like this is ghosts, this is spooky, uh, but not dangerous. Yeah, so he's definitely like the hat, like his the the hairs of the back of his neck are raised, but he's not run out for the door just yet. I should probably should have called for this earlier, but can I get sanity rolls to see how like weirded out you guys are? Seventy seven on my seventy five. I have finally ninety one out of sixty four. Oh, oh no. Dice, why do you hate me? Quinn, what have you done to your dice? Do you mock them too often? Well, um, Charlie will lose three and Quinn will lose two. I just rolled for you guys. Um, So, um, like, 
Oh, Charlie, Charlie will lose um, three and Darren will lose two. Um, I mean, Charlie, you said you're excited about it, but it's, it's, it is generally unnerving, but maybe that also excites you a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's, it'd be quite a coincidence or a lot of elaborate planning or something actually weird going on. If like, there's a lot of logistics involved trying to find out what costumes you are and make a doll this intricate um, ahead of time. Yeah, I mean, Charlie's not trying to look super deep into it because he is still 11 and expects weird shit. But at the same time, this is slightly weirder than he expected because it's a different flavor of weird. So he doesn't know what to do about it other than laugh and say, hey, that's cool because this is weird and everyone knows that weird and Charlie get along great. All right. Well, that's one spooky thing already. Uh, I'm gonna check out the, this this master bedroom over here just to see maybe that's where the leak's coming from. Yeah, maybe there'll be like a mermaid or something. That'd be cool, but kind of dry for that. No, no. It was dripping. Anything could be in there. Maybe it's a You're Nessie. Right. You're maybe right. it's like a Nessie. A what? Kelpie. Like a Loch Ness thingy. A, a Nessie. Oh. You read way too many of those, those creepy. Those, those how many magazines do you read to learn all this stuff? Have this entire folklore section in the library, you know. But maybe folk knew something about that lore. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Ooh. Well, let's go into the. Let's go into this bedroom. So, um, the bedroom kind of opens off the hall, and in the center of the room, there's like. What remain um the remains of like a queen size bed and it's like all torn up and stained and like there's this really putrid smell coming from the room. It it's really it's not just like the like acidic smell that um that uh you noticed when you first came in, but something completely different. Could I get nature rolls from y'all? Seventy one. Ah. Unless you tell me otherwise, Charlie's probably going to say that Darren's been crapping in the house and he really should have gone outside. I mean, Roger's been, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Roger's been like crapping in the house and he probably should have like gone outside because there's no plumbing. Uh, yeah, 95. I did not, I did not know this nature stuff. 95 yeah. out of 10. Yeah, it's just, it's really gross. And you're kind of like uh, looking around and like, there's like a large closet and looks like there's like a um like a two by four um barred across it with like a padlock keeping it shut. Charlie's gonna like cover his mouth with his hand and say, Roger, you're supposed to go outside. Have you been like treating this whole house like it's your toilet? Uh guys can make me some notice stuff rolls. Twenty seven out of forty. Craig, give me something horrible. I got ninety-nine. Yeah, um, like Charlie, you're kind of spooked out because like Roger was right next to you, but like you you have no idea who you've been talking to this whole time. Darren, you look around, but like you don't see Roger either. Huh. Roger, where'd you go? He's totally gonna jump out at us with that knife. You know, he just wants to spook us out, freak us out. I knew I... it the second he found it. Don't necessarily know scaring is all he's gonna do. At this point, Darren's gonna like undo like the little uh, the like the the string that's holding his costume together. He, like like, un- like put takes the baseball bat out and just like fully holds it like a baseball bat. 
Charlie's going to start poking around things with his plastic scythe and seeing what moves and what doesn't. He's looking for anything Roger might be hiding behind in the room, like parts of the bed or something. Or maybe wherever that scent is coming from. And he's also looking for the water. Because there was water downstairs, so there should be water in here. Yeah, um, so let's see. Um, yeah, you look at the bed, um, and you're while destroyed, it doesn't look like anyone could be like hiding in there or underneath it. Um, it, but it does not seem to be wet. Um, the only other like area in the room which you know could have something, um, hidden in it would be the closet door, but it, you know, it's definitely like locked or something. Well, it looks, it looks gold. I think I could maybe bust that open if you want. I mean, if you want to, sure, but I didn't see what's stinking in here, so maybe the closet's full of, like, trash or dead bodies or something nasty. Maybe that's where he's been toilet. Well, if it was a dead body, then, uh, you know, we, we can tell the police about that. And Oh, right, that's... we can be heroes, yeah. Right, yeah, we can be heroes. Yeah, so... There's like, he'll, like, Darren will psych himself, psych himself up, and then he'll, like, take the bat. It's aluminum, by the way. So, and he'll smash it, smash the padlock with it. Uh, can I get either a strength, um, fighting, or fixed stuff roll? You can choose. All right. Da, 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 da. Could I make an item for gym class? Absolutely, actually. All right, because I got 80 in gym class. Yeah, go for it, man. Oh, good. I think I got 73 out of 80. Um, it takes you a couple swings, but you're able to basically, um, like, crack across where the lock was kind of screwed in the wood, and you kind of, like, pull apart the... You, you uh, knock away the, the screws and kind of pull them out, so the lock and, like, the little loop uh, of metal, the whole thing just comes out. Uh, all right. Oh, Charlie, open the door. All right, Charlie's going to hold one hand over his mouth in case it gets worse, smelling worse when he opens the door. And then, because as much as he's joking about dead bodies and all that, he doesn't really want to touch one too close. He's going to take a couple steps back, hook the edge of the door or like where the bar was or whatever with his sight and pull. So you're kind of pulling on the door, but like, like your sight thing was kind of made out of cheap plastic and you feel like you could probably get it open this way, but you, you risk breaking your, your costume piece. Yeah, when it doesn't move easy like that, he just kind of shrug, tuck it under his arm, and grab the one off. I'm sorry, what was the last thing you said? He's going to like kind of shrug when it doesn't really like just come up and easy for the costume. doesn't actually want to break it, and then shove the scythe under his arm, still keep one hand over his mouth because he still thinks everything smells too bad, grab the other doorknob with the other hand, and pull it open, take a step back as he does. And as you kind of pull it open, like the door kind of like spills open and with it comes like the rotting corpse of it appears to be an adult male wearing like really shaggy clothes. And like the smell is just like unreal. And you have a bad feeling as you realize like the liquid falling on the table below you probably wasn't water. Uh, can I get um, sanity rolls at this point? 87. This was a bit too much for me. Oh, come on. 98. Can I just puke as well, or do I actually got to roll a con to see if I manage not to? 
98 out of what was uh the 32 i mean 62 so um 98 what all the 90s why do the sun dice beat me uh charlie that is three points for you um uh it's not five or more one go so you're not going insane but um what does Darren do? Darren, it's okay. That is two d six for you. That's oh, oh, that's no. a botch. That's a botch. So we'll call it. I'm going okay, crazy that's... again. <laughs> hey, you're back. Um, that's nine points. Um, can I get uh, an intelligence roll? You you want to fail this? Ah. Okay, my intelligence is fifty. Point toss fifty nine. I, I fail. <laughs> well, Darren, luckily you're too dumb <laughs> to fully understand everything, so you don't immediately go insane. However, you're noticing all these fun details, like this guy doesn't appear to have eyes or tongue, and um, he's been here for some time, and you're noticing around his neck appears to be a corded jump rope. So, all right, so Darren is going to be the just uh, screaming his head like, ah! Charlie is gonna puke unless you tell me I actually got to roll to see if he gets sick, and he's gonna run back into the hallway. Yeah, that's did, nasty smell. You don't have to roll the puke, but uh, yeah, you guys definitely um, are not okay with this discovery. Yeah, um, he runs to the hallway. I'm guessing Darren's running out behind him. Uh, actually, I don't know. I need to figure out what his temporary insanity is. Well, if you're not running out behind him, then Charlie's like oh. doesn't see you there. He's gonna slam the door yeah, without you, thinking, and then he's going to start hyperventilating against the wall for a few moments to calm down. Darren, you failed your intelligence roll, so you didn't. You're actually not smart enough to go insane. Yay! All right, so so yeah, he'll just be like ah ah. Then he'll like he'll be like frozen in fear for a bit. Then like once he finally gets enough tense to. So he'll go for the door when it's clocked. He's like, let me out! Let me out! Charlie will, like, knock the door open. The second Darren Street, he'll close it up again. He'll be like, that was so gross. That was so gross. That was so gross. It smelled so much worse this time. It smelled so much worse this time. There is a dead man here. That is an actual dead body. Yeah. That was really, 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 That smelled horrible. I'm leaving. I don't care. I'm leaving. I am leaving. Can I get gonna... Roger's got the key in his pocket. Let me break down the door. Can I get uh, notice stuff rolls from y'all? Well, at least notice sound roll this time. 97 out of 40. I do not notice shit. 35. I'm too pure I was getting out of the house. 35 out of 60. Well, Charlie, um you're um you hear a pounding what what sounds to be coming from the front door down below you. Charlie's gonna be like the door, and he's gonna grab Darren by the arm and start running back to the stairs. So you're going to um, are, you're at the top of the stairs. Are you going down the stairs to the front door, or are you staying upstairs? Towards the front door, I bet. Like Roger's actually freaked out himself and is trying to get out of the house. Is what Charlie's betting right now. But it's coming from outside, so it's on the front door. So they're not going to get in. We can't see that. You said it was a staircase that looped around. I don't know oh, if it's inside yeah, or right. outside. Fair point. I forgot that. We got to hit the loop in the stairs and look down to the door, and then we can figure out whether or not something's going crazier. All right. 
So if you are you stopping on the stairways to look around the loop from like from above? Yeah, because he thinks Roger's down there doing something to freak him out. And if Roger's not, then he's going to be slightly more freaked out. Um, can I get? Um, it's going to sound weird, but can I get be a pal rolls from you guys? Sort of like the um, they're rolling empathy into this. Seventy nine sixty. I am too freaked out to be empathetic right now. Five on a forty. Apparently, I suddenly crit. Nice, um, Darren. You you notice some. Um, like there's a figure moving towards the door. However, Charlie, you re- recognize that um, um, figure right away as Roger, and he, you see him pulling the key out, and he's appears to be like you're kind of seeing him from behind um, as he like loops his way over, like almost um, nonchalantly, um, and he's opening the front door, um, and as the front door opens. You recognize right away um, Roger's older brother, Ace, um, as he's, like, you know, kind of soaked in rain. And he's, like, wearing, like, you know, his trademark leather jacket. And it's, like, his hair is kind of, like, starting to melt away because he usually puts, like, a lot of, like, grease in it um, that, you know, you know, have a cool style or whatever. But the rain's taking that all away. And once um, Roger, like, lets him in, the... Um, the older boy kind of just uh, shoves Roger aside, who and he lands on the ground, and he's like, "What the fuck, dude?" Um, and like Roger is like on the ground looking up at his older brother, who is like looking pissed as like he's like making his way in this house. Mom's been looking all over for you. God, where are you? Where you been this whole time? Charlie's gonna just yell down. He dared us to come here. There's a body upstairs. We haven't seen you in like three fucking days. Mom's worried. And he like, like. It's he, Halloween night. He seems to be ignoring you. And like, he, he looks up, um, recognizes you're in there. He's like, I'll deal with you pussies later. And like, he takes a fist and like punches his younger brother. And he kind of like goes sprawling across the floor. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, but D- Darren is like too freaked out of the body body really like to intervene in this thing. So he just tries to like push Charlie like forward. Come on, dude, come on, move. I, I, you're blocking the stairs. Come on, let's go, let's go. We can what about this later? Come on. Yeah, yeah, we'll tell him about it on the porch. Are you guys um making your way down the stairs or are you going back up? I down hope the stairs. stairs. Yeah. Ace is distracted right now. And if Ace is really hating on Roger. We'll get outside, and then we'll tell Ace what happened, and we can run away if Ace tries to hit us. And as you uh, loop that, because um, you, you brought up that it was like a, a loop in the stairs, um, as you turn around um, and make your way towards the um, uh, front door that Roger had opened, like a gust of wind picks up, and the front door slams shut behind it. And um, Roger um, turns around like stunned, almost like... Let me rephrase that. Ace turn, turns around like stunned, like he wasn't expecting that. And, you know, looks a little freaked out about it. About, about it. And Roger's kind of like um, scrambling back up, like he's crab walking his way up against the wall and like gets himself back into a standing position. All right, hey, there's a dead body upstairs. We got we to gotta tell the police. Got to open the door, open the door, open the door. He's pushing Charlie past, trying to open the door. As you move past um, Ace to try the front door, 
you know for certain you didn't see um Roger relock it, but it's not moving. It's not moving at all. Slam it. Okay, okay. The door's not opening. The door is not opening. Let's let's go for another sanity check there, Darren. As you're realizing you're you might be biased in this house. Please. I'm begging you, please. Don't give me a 90. Just I'll take I'll take like a 50. Just don't give me a 90 again, please. 15. I made it. 15 out of 53. And here I thought the best part of sanity was that you were gonna be in it. So, Darren, as you're trying to handle like you're like you you had that realization that you're trapped in here, but maybe there's other ways out. It's not hope's not lost yet. You haven't checked the whole house yet. There might be other ways out. Yeah. So yeah. you have a, you have that little bit of hope that's keeping you from like losing it. Yeah. And by the way, I'm, I'm like three away from permanent sanity because I think it's, we're still in like an hour, like of uh, game time since I first started losing sanity. So yeah. he is not doing so hot right now. I want to say so. you you guys have been there for maybe ninety minutes. You poked right. around. You poked around in the 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 first um the the. Uh, first room? floor a little bit, and then you're in the. You looked in the parlor, and you kind of looked at the table and sat there, and you know, shot the shit for a bit. But, and we right. had fun at the sewing closet too for a yeah. while. All right, so, so yeah, back to try the back door. He's gonna run around, like go through the parlor, through the kitchen. I think he said, and then try to like, look for a back door. All right, um, as you're um, splitting off to go to the kitchen, Charlie, what are you doing? Uh, if things don't look like they've calmed down even a little, because Darren's freaking out more, Charlie's just going to say, hey, look, uh, can you beat the crap out of Roger tomorrow? There's a serious real dead body upstairs. And Ace is kind of like looking at you like, like he has that look of like, who the fuck are you on his face? Like you're just like a non-entity to him as he's just like, let's try to make, make up in his mind what sense you're making and like there that, was a locked closet and we knocked the lock off it and this corpse fell out the fuck he's saying and doesn't notice um, because you're talking to him as roger springs to his feet draws that uh kitchen knife from his waistband and plunges it into his own brother's neck and says you're you're wrecking everything for it you're wrecking it stop it you're gonna ruin it and he is jamming the knife repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly into his brother's neck as fountains of blood just start squirting forth of it. That would be an excellent time for a sanity roll there. And I'm not in the room to see it. Correct. 60. That's a pass. I don't believe I passed, but I passed. So you pass. So you're disbelieving that this is actually real, but it does look quite impressive. So you're still going to lose three. Like the it's like the jump stare that's getting you, but like your your common sense is like, okay, Roger cannot just be murdering his brother. This is obviously some sort of like big setup, and it's probably the most elaborate prank or Halloween haunted house thing that you have ever been in. But there's no way that this is real. There's no way that this is real. But on the other hand, I also don't feel like dealing with Roger when he's pissed off. If he is actually pissed off too. Because he still is the bully, and I still am actually cognizant of that stuff. Even if I'm trying to, you know, act tough in front of him, this would be the moment to back up and say, 
well, well, we're not trying to ruin everything. We could still make it, but uh, there is a corpse in that room upstairs. And he looks at you and says, and there's going to be a corpse in here too soon. Darren, you're in the kitchen. You hear... Commotion. Yeah, you hear a big commotion and some screaming, and um, then things go silent for a bit, and then you hear Charlie talking. Um, You're looking around. It looks like a a fairly normal kitchen, you know, besides, like, a lot of the... Like, the sink being filled with, like, something that you don't even want to guess what it is. Um, There's dishes broken everywhere. Uh, All the silverware is missing, of course. Um, And there appears to be some sort of, like, a trap door that's visible underneath um, a rug um, by the icebox. But you're also hearing this commotion outside. What would you like to do? Okay. Uh, I'm not going to mend a game. I'm going to say, okay, he's still... He's, he thinks, you know, it's just, you know, Ace and uh, Charlie talking, so he's still going to focus on uh, finding a, a back door to lead through. So there's no, if there's no back door in the kitchen, he's going to look around and see if there's another room he can go through. Or if, he's, if he can't find that, he's going to go back to the front room. So you did pass by a back door on your way in here, and but that's the back door sort of like in that main hallway again. Um, and you turn to uh, make your way back to either check that back door or see what the commotion is about when you hear the phone ringing on the wall. Being 11 and being freaked out, he's going to pick it up and go, like, hey, 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 hey uh, someone call, call the police, okay? I'm, I'm at my uh, house with a dead body here. Did, and just start babbling. Darren, is that you? Oh. How come you never visit me anymore? Darren, I missed you. It is the voice of your grandmother. Darren, is your grandmother alive or is she dead? I say one of them is, one of them isn't. The voice you're hearing, is it the living one or the dead one? Letting you decide. I say it's the living one just for a change. Okay. Yeah. Um, your grandmother's calling you. Grandma! Of course, this was, he's free to, this doesn't twing his, uh, you know, something's wrong vibe yet. He says, Grandma, l- listen, I, I mean, it's a stupid decision. I met, uh, Roger Clemens dared me, uh, went out to the Raymond House. There's a dead body here. I can't find, I need to get out of here. Can you call the police? Bring him out here, okay? Oh, certainly, dearie. I'll see you soon. And you hear a click, and you hear nothing, and you're looking at the phone and realizing it's the wires have all been ripped out the wall. There's no possible way that that phone could have been working. Sanity roll! 24, I made it. 24 out of 53. Uh, just the one, then. Okay, down to 52. Uh, so you... He'll, he'll, he'll like, look at the phone in horror, drop it. Then he'll rush toward the back door that he, that he saw. Uh, Charlie, you see Darren burst back into the hallway, looking a little paler than usual. You see Roger advancing towards you with a knife dripping in some sort of elaborate ketchup, much like your own uh, um, costume prop is. Uh, Darren, you, you turn and you're immediately trying the, uh, the the back door. It's not even budging. 
then he'll looking forward and like try to go to football to Charlie. Maybe the two of us together can break down the door, and then he sees, you know, the whole dead ace on the floor. You know, Roger with the knife is like Charlie, back away from him. Yeah, I think Uh-oh. I'm not doing this now. Bye. And then Charlie's gonna run back up the stairs for that closet, try to dive through the closet, close the door behind him, and sneak down the staircase that he didn't mention to anyone else on the far side of the closet. After he closes both of those two doors behind him, he'll pull out the mag light. All right. Um and you're doing this as a I'm get, you're trying to get um you're trying to eventually hide after all this, assuming you get away. Can I get a B sneaky roll from you and see how well it works out? Because you're trying to like basically like pull a fast one over and lose your pursuer. 79. I shouldn't have pulled out a flashlight after I closed the doors. Uh, Darren, you see Charlie bolt up the stairs. Um, Roger is watching and his eyes turn to you. Darren will like hold his baseball bat up in front of him like a in a like a warding off just like Roger put down the knife and I won't have to bat, beat your brains in oh I know you don't want to do that Darren just just come with me it'll all be over soon it'll be very clear to you then yeah fuck that he's gonna like I think uh Darren's what he's gonna do is gonna like hold the baseball bat in front of him like as like a like a like a sword almost, and like sort of back up, back go back up the stairs, back like back up the stairs to go join Charlie upstairs. As you back your way up the stairs, Darren, you see like a flashlight coming from the sewing closet. <laughs> Charlie, what the f- what are you doing? Um, then then he'll put like for the center back on Roger. Roger has doesn't seem to have noticed the uh, flashlight um, yet, um, and because his eyes are trained on you, and you're much higher up the stairs than him, um, Charlie, you're kind of like just up there shaking, and probably don't really even notice that you have your light on. But uh, you see, Darren is like backing his way up the stairs, occasionally looks um, looks past the the see you, and like you're noticing now that um, you're illuminating his face with your light. I'm going to turn the light off and try and start sneaking down the staircase through the back of the closet. All right. You roll me another be sneaky. And Darren, what are you doing? Obviously, Charlie, Charlie, back me up, okay? It's it's two against one. If we, okay, because uh, uh, of the door, front door is locked, back door is locked. Uh, maybe if we, uh, I don't know, maybe we could, uh, uh, if we went through that, maybe we could maybe force it or maybe go through a window. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, where are you going? And you you see that Charlie has backed his way into the closet and you currently don't see him? Charlie! Charlie! Charlie, what did you get on your uh, be sneaky roll? 53 out of 40. I um, bet this is a loud staircase. Yeah, uh, Darren, luckily you hear um, stairs in the back of the closet creaking. So you have some idea where your friend is. I'm going to roll for Roger to see if he notices. Okay. Roger, his eyes are like just staring at you and just like, he's like licking the, what looks to be um, blood off of his knife. You, you, Darren, you haven't really took time to notice like where that blood might have come from because you kind of just like scourged your way out of there. 
but he he's definitely licking blood. Maybe he stabbed Charlie or something. All right, so yeah, definitely like he he wasn't sure about Roger now. Now he's definitely like, okay, if I see that guy, if I see that guy again, I'm I'm definitely gonna it's gonna be a fight just because I do not want I am not that guy has gone crazy. Something this house is house is cre- creepy. I do not want to be here. That's just me and Charlie against Roger. But so yeah, he's gonna like Charlie shit, and he'll like run, try to catch up to Charlie in the second staircase. He'll try to, like, he'll shut the uh, uh, closet door behind him. So, um, you close the closet door and lose sight of Roger. Um, You, because um, Charlie wasn't that um, sneaky about it, you kind of hear him moving around and going down these stairs. I, I try to call Don, like, Charlie, where are you going? Away from Roger. He stabbed Ace. And I think that this has got to be the creepiest thing he's ever done as a joke, but it looks so real. I, I, I don't think this is a joke, dude. I do not think any of this is a joke. Then I'm going the right way. Away from him. But No, the, the right way is out of this house. And you're going deeper and going down is not... We need to... Look, we need to find a door or, 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 or like, we need to open a window and get out. There won't be windows down. Well, this is the second floor. I'm going to the first floor. And those windows are a shorter jump. You guys okay, make fine. Me, can you guys make me an idea roll? Okay, what is our deal roll again? Uh, it's intelligence. Intelligence, straight up idea. Yeah, okay. straight up int. Well, that would be an 86 out of 65. So the answer is no. I cannot make you an idea roll because that would involve succeeding and I fail. 79 out of 50. I did not make the idea roll either. We're two dum dums. You guys are not in the right mind to be thinking of stuff like this right now. All right. So we just keep, we both of us go down, I guess. So, um, Charlie, you end up in a room you haven't seen before, but Darren, you quick, quickly realize that um, there's like this little back area in the kitchen that you kind of missed earlier. So you're back in the kitchen. Oh, all right. We're, we're in the kitchen. Uh, uh, there was, there was a trap door there. There's a tall bear back there. As you yeah. mentioned the word trap door, you realize that the door in the floor has opened up and there's a warming glow coming from down below. Can I get POW rolls at this point? Oh, Lord. Which one is POW? It's uh, Blow Idea. Yeah, it's, POW. It's, yeah, like willpower. Oh, right. I see. Thank you. Thank you. 50 out of 65. I made it. 18 out of 75. So, um, was it, did any of you um, get a uh, exceptional success or impale? Which percent did I need for exceptional? Uh, like, One fifth. No, I got 24% effectively. So close. And Darren? No, I just regular success. Darren, appropriate actually, you hear a voice saying to you, come on down. Goody, you come to visit me finally, and it's most definitely your grandmother, and you feel compelled to go downstairs and save her from whatever's going on. Can I actually get some sand rolls at this point? Just Darren. 81 out of 53, I don't make it. So that's six more. Um, let's get that idea roll again. Uh, so it's so a four, so 49 out of original 65. All right, time for the ideal rule. 50. 
even out of 65. I think I actually might have an idea. Oh, just, just, just uh, Darren. Oh, sorry. Okay. 82 I can't, I can't back out of, that. Only 82 out of 50. I wish I could have banked that for later. Sorry, man. Well, Darren, good thing you're dumb. <laughs> but grandma's down there, and she needs your help. Charlie, come follow me. My grandma's down there. I gotta go help her. Um, I know that I probably can't. The probably answer is no, Mister Keeper. But with fifty on the sixty-five, could I say why is your grandmother here? Uh, you don't need a roll to say that, but uh, you could definitely question why his grandmother's here. Okay, uh, then that's the question I'm going to ask, Darren. Why would your grandmother be here? I don't know. I just know she's down there. I gotta go help her. Come on, I can't leave her. I can't leave her around Roger. But how could she possibly be here? And aren't we making enough noise that Roger could... Charlie's going to look back and forth in case Roger walked into the kitchen on the sides. You don't see him. Charlie's going to close the door to the stairs behind them and hope that Darren hasn't already jumped in the trapdoor. He's definitely walking. He's definitely, like, right at it. He's like, come... He's, like, he's like standing near, like, come on! Yeah, he's he's got, like, a foot on the ladder already. Please. Charlie's <laughs> going to shine his light down the flat trap door then and say, at least make sure the ladder's safe first. What, what does Charlie see down there? Oh, you kind of, like, with your flashlight, you see, like, some rough-cut flat stones over dirt. It's a typical, like, like, cellar from from the from the era. Maybe a, maybe yours has been since filled with, like, cement or concrete, but, um, you know, it's still still fairly common for some of the older houses in the neighborhood to have, like, like earthen cellars. There's definitely some candles lit down there, but it appears that they've been burning a lot longer than some other candles in the rest of the house. At this point, like it's, it, Darren's like partway down the ladder. Are you coming or not? Charlie looks around again because he's feeling uncomfortable going down there. Is there anything useful or smart in this kitchen? Anything? Anything what in the kitchen? Useful or smart? Because he kind of doesn't want the trap door closing. Anything I- he might jam it open with. Uh, yeah, there's like some furniture, bits of wood. Um, if you took the time, you could probably rip it off. Um, or like the trap door off. Yeah. Um, like Darren, you're probably not in the right mind to think about that. Um, but, um, sort of how Darren like broke the hinges earlier on the, the locking mechanism for the closet door, you could probably do something similar here. Yeah, but Darren's got the baseball bat, so what Charlie will do is, like, pile some stuff on top of the trap door so it wouldn't close easily. Or, like, pile stuff around it, so, like... Yeah. Yeah, okay. It would jam, you know? Yeah, or, or at least know. at least someone would have to make a lot of noise and take some efforts to, uh, to do it, which would alert you. Exactly, because Charlie's feeling kind of paranoid. He, do- he doesn't like things closing over him like this. As yeah. much as he says everything else, closing things around him feels too coffin-like. Yeah, you put this, um, it looks like this, uh, little, um, like shelf that had like a bunch of cookbooks on it at one point, um, on top of it. And it's, it, with the cookbooks, it's fairly heavy. So it, it would take some effort and time to move. But, um, as you're doing that, like Darren's already downstairs and is looking around. Yeah. So what's in the basement? So it, it Grandma, appears, where are you? It appears to be a, a normal basement for the most part. However, in one of the walls, it appears tunnels have been caught. Oh, no. <sighs> well, unfortunately, my guy is under the sway, so he's going to like, Grandma, 
where are you? Are you? Are you? And it echoes off into some sort of like dark cavern. It's it doesn't like echo long, and it's not like it's like miles underground or like this big mammoth cavern. But still, it's like you're. It's it's probably like judging by the sound of it, maybe like the size of the um, first floor of the house under there through those tunnels. Um, looking down, you see what appears to be like you know broken food stores uh, at first, but the further you get um, through these tunnels, you're noticing more bones. And could you make me a nature roll? I'm probably gonna fail. So I only got a t- I think I got a ten in that. Yeah, I do have a ten. So yeah, rolling a sixty-seven out of ten. I do not make that. They just appear to be like really small skulls. Maybe they're some sort of animal, but they're smaller than like the typical like adult human skull. Oh, they're children bones, aren't they? And that's out of character. Oh no, I'm gonna eat, get eaten by like a spider demon thing. I just know it. Charlie, what anyway, are you? Anyway, so Charlie, Charlie, help me out. Charlie, what are you doing? He blocks things open. Charlie's going to head down there. He's got his flashlight. He was scanning it over everything he goes by because he doesn't want to fall down in a creepy basement at this point. And he's going to be like, Darren, there's no one down here but you and you and me and maybe a crazy killer, Roger. Look, I'm telling you, I heard my grandma, so I'm going to find my grandma and then we're going to leave, okay? Charlie, uh, Darren's voice seems really distant. Charlie's at the bottom of the staircase looking around. Darren, where'd you go? The basement isn't that big. I'm in the tunnels. Oh. Darren, you've wandered through these tunnels a little bit, and you're hearing like what sounds like chewing in the distance. <laughs> oh, no. I go towards Am I still under the compulsion to go to go closer? Oh, goody says a voice from the darkness. More children come to visit me. Uh, can I get one more sanity roll from you? 52 out of 49. I, I do not make it. So that's four. You're gonna, four more you're going to lose. I think uh, at this point I definitely have lost like 15 in an hour. Oh, you definitely, you're definitely sure. We're going to say it's quite permanent that um, Grandma's down here. She needs your help. Whatever you need to do. Um, and as as you creep closer to the sound of the voice, um, you see Roger lighting some more of those candles, and you see this really grotesquely overweight naked woman. Woman, like she appears to be like like a century old. Um, she's lumbering over from the um, darkness and like you see from various other alcoves in these tunnels, more like gross naked grandmas attempting to like unhinge their jaws. And she says, come here, little Darren. Grandma missed you so much. Mr. Two Grandma. <laughs> it's been really scary. Okay. I- it's really scary down here. Charlie, what are you doing? What do I hear? You hear 
Darren's last line of, I missed you too, Grandma. It's been really scary. Followed by, like, snarling and rending of flesh from what sounds like dozens of creatures. And there is a bunch of candles lit down here, too? There are. I'm going to knock a couple of the candles into the trash on the floor and run back up the stairs. Oh, you do so. And uh, then I'm going to try you, to... You can you can make a uh, play with matches roll if you like, just to see how well this goes over, but um, you're probably not going to stick around to um, observe the um, result. I, I'm not, and also I have a very, very poor play with matches. Yeah, the, o- the only one who has good play with matches was the, the prankster, and none of us pick- neither of us picked him. Nope, I got a 53, so that's really not going to do very much, but... It's the only thing he can think of. Half the fire would be crazy. And he's going to run up the stairs because there's wild, horrible things down here. And he's going to take the stuff off the trapdoor and try and start barricading the trapdoor closed. You do so. But he also noticed that one window has been left open. The outside? Mm, appears to be. Charlie's going to look over at the window because the window does not make any howling, tearing, monstery yowls, does it? The window looks open. Light to the window? Well, you see a storm outside. How bad of a storm? Oh, raging. Cool, that's better than in here. I'm gonna get out the window. So, are you in a manic rush? I I think so. Those things sounded pretty horrible down there. Let, let's give me a gym class. Nine out of twenty. So, you pass and, like, you kind of break yourself through the glass and the window kind of slams shut um, on you, but you manage to like burst through with a burst of energy, and you're you're tearing off into the streets. And when you're finally getting in the um, into the streets, you first notice that your your leg is gushing blood like something fierce, and you slowly start to feel very sleepy. I have first aid, and it's not zero. I'm gonna try that. You got one Probably opportunity. Probably screaming for help. You have one opportunity. I got an 8 out of 30. Well, you're clutching at your leg, um, looking for something to patch it up. And you could only think about your... It's a good thing that you wore a costume with a belt. So you're able to secure a makeshift tourniquet around your leg before you pass out from blood loss. You wake up sometime later in a hospital bed. Uh, the events of last night um, and your dad, after the events of your of last night, your your dad basically forced you to go to the hospital. And, like, you're overhearing, um, like, him talking with, uh, like, doctors and, like, what you assume to be, like, police. And they're muttering something about carbon dioxide poisoning. And some some of the cops are, you know, suggesting that drugs might have been involved. and. You know, you you hear like um, the crying of um, you know Mrs. Pickett in the background as well, and you you know you're you're kind of like in a wheelchair um, at after some point, and you're kind of like rolling yourself down the hallway, hoping to like you know maybe see some like familiar palm face, and you pause um, by a bedside, and you see like an injured kid. And you take the kid's hand, and the sheet moves, and you see 
Roger's face, but those carefully crafted um, scar lines that you thought was just a very convincing Halloween costume have split open and white maggots are gushing forth out of his face and starting to burrow their way into your own mouth. Scene goes black, credits roll. Want to find out more about the story? Join our Discord channel. The link is in the description.